This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. Yeah, IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com forward slash B. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. We're proud to be sponsored by MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Schools can easily create and manage time for FlexBlocks. Win time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and much more. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Yeah, make your flex time work for you. Visit MyFlexLearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off the first year. That's MyFlexLearning.com slash BE. On today's show, the guys talk about flipping the flipped classroom one more flipping time. We've got the East Initiative update a bit from the Conrad Challenge. All of that and more up next on EduTech Guys. EduTech Guys Radio. Radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program for those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. Hello and welcome to EduTech Guys Radio. How you doing out there? I am David Henderson. Hey, and I'm Jeff Madlock. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great day. It's rainy today. It has been. I don't know what it's been doing. In, in, yeah, wherever wherever you are in the world, yeah. I can tell you, though, right here in L.A., lower Arkansas, <laughs> it has been the equivalent of monsoon season concentrated in about like two hours it's been crazy. Well, yeah, I think around the country there's some cold fronts coming through, and you know, fall is on the way. So I've noticed that most kindergarten, most elementary teachers have got the pumpkin spice out. So yes, you know, that's, that's when you know it's, it. it's about. So, <laughs> okay, so well, at my house. This is this is how this is how we decorate for fall at my house. This this. Uh, in fact, uh, this happened this last weekend, and my wife's ready to change out her summer decoration in the kitchen for fall. Right. I don't even remember what the summer decoration is. To be perfectly honest with you, but so she tells my daughter. She says. Would you go in the pantry and get our fall decoration? Singular. Decoration. Yes. And and so my daughter goes in there and she comes out and it is this like, like you get it at Hobby Lobby or whatever. It's like a crafted pumpkin uh-huh. that, that I think maybe her her stepsister or not not stepsister we call it like an adopted sister she's an adopted sister had had painted for her on her 40th birthday it's painted all white and it's got a razor back on it and so it's this pumpkin and she puts it my and my wife puts it in the middle of our in the island in the kitchen and that is our fall that's decoration See, that's, that's what happens. Mine is I just I take the cinnamon shaker out of the cabinet and just leave it on the cabinet. Oh, there you go. Just open it. Yeah. There you go. I've learned that you can use cinnamon in a lot of areas, like my coffee and my tea, you know, my oatmeal. Uh, I can sprinkle it on a candle. You know, I can, you know, shit, put it around the house, you know, in, in the couch cushions, and the whole place smells fallish. There you go. Just sprinkle. Why, why is cinnamon fall? Little, little dab behind the ears, oh, you know. There you go. Nothing, nothing turns on a scarecrow like a little cinnamon behind your ear. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> hey, listen, you can check us out on the web at www.edutechguys.com. Don't judge us. You'll fall for us. Ah, anyway, hey, check us out on social media, twitter.com slash edutechguys. Just go to Google, type in edutechguys, and I promise you're going to find us out there. I see what you did there. Like that fall one? Fall for us. That was good. <laughs> that, that was good. Is that, what song is that? Fall, I feel, fall for you. Yeah. I, I fall for you? I fall for you? Did someone do I fall. I don't know. Boy. It, I don't know. Yeah, we're getting old. We are. That's. I mean, that's like an hey, 80s breakdancing song, people I think. just going, you're getting older by the second. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that beautiful dead air that you got. Yeah, you know it's that's gonna it's, bug the crap out of me. You got to look that one up, aren't you? I am. I got hey, it. you know, we David and I were talking earlier, and we were talking about um, he had read a statistic online that said, um, "What was it? Give me a gist of what it said." Pretty much. Um, the, so the the synopsis was basically that uh, according to a new study survey, whatever. 85% of underserved students have access to, quote, only one device. And I read this, okay, you know, it used to be underserved students had access to no devices, right? right? That was the issue. They were being underserved. Right. They did not have access. You, you were talking, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, inequity and and access and et cetera, et cetera. So now the complaint, as it were, is that they only have access to one device now. So it's not that they can't get it at all, but it's just, well, they only have one. I, I'm just like, okay, really? I mean, well, really? Well, you need one for each hand? Oh, is that, oh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, that's, it's interesting. I mean, it's just... Uh, well, you know, and it's funny, that that's an interesting number, but you know, I've noticed something, and a lot of school districts have plenty of devices to go one-to-one. And it's interesting how some do it. You know, some check them out to the kids and right. those take them home and, and those are like a book. You know, you, this is your device and you take it home and you keep up with it and keep it charged and bring it every day. Right. And they do their work on it. A lot of schools, uh, districts and, you know, schools, they have them by class. And so, you know, especially with Chromebooks, you can just pick a Chromebook up and log into it. You know, sure. Put it back in the, the slot when you leave and go to your next class and do the same thing there. It doesn't really matter. Right, exactly. Your your, your profile follows you because it's Google. So, right. Or, or Microsoft Office 365, whatever. Right. Whatever you're using there. But what I'm finding there is is that a lot of teachers are sticking to that as it's still being um, a special case usage. Right. Like, you know, like it was... 20 years ago where oh hey this week on thursdays we're going to the computer lab for 45 minutes you know right and every kid's like yes you know all the so it's like god computer lab this week thursday thursday Thursday, Thursday, Thursday." (laughs) so they get really excited and we're not we're still kind of doing that thing and and because i do hear a lot that the kids say well we're we're not allowed to get on them or we can only get on them at this time and right just i'm just spitballing here yeah yeah, you know just talking out loud thinking out loud talking in my mind between my ears it's a lot of space in there there's a lot of voices in my head so uh yeah but you know maybe that's that's that kind of neat flip thing we're talking about now so you know when we were kids uh recess art um you know language uh sras remember when you had those little special things you did and those were like really okay we only do these like once or twice a week you know we do them at this time in the classroom and they were real exciting to us yeah and we looked forward to it and when when it came around all the kids were like yeah jump into it you know 
so maybe that's where we are. Is it, you know, I see technology. It's the same way that we all use technology, just like a teacher does. You know, we the first thing most people do is check their email and look at their schedule and see what's going on. And and I believe that's where a lot of classrooms are like this. And and admittedly, a lot of schools are like this. But you know, the kids come in and they check their Google Classroom and they get their stuff together and they start their writing assignments and they finish up that Buncee or they finish up uh, they work in Nearpod or they you know Kahoot or whatever they're doing. Right. They get these quizzes done. They take this. They do that they get all their stuff working maybe if that that becomes a thing where hey today kids we're doing art and where i saw a great one i saw a great one um on instagram where they turn the tables over and i'll find out who that is and i'll definitely give her a shout out we liked it by the way our, our we, we we liked it on instagram as the edutech guys <laughs> but oh. so they turn over the tables <laughs> i'm like we who yeah so they they turn it they turn over the tables and they take the legs and they wrap them in cellophane and then they take finger paints and they paint on the cellophane, working on their letters and their numbers and things like that. So, so okay, so the cellophane is wrapped around the legs. No, yeah. cellophane wraps like like from leg to leg. From leg, leg to leg. Oh to leg. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like one big canvas. Yeah, yeah, like a clear canvas. Yeah, like oh a clear canvas. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the kids get to. I should have looked at that it. before I liked it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, by the way, you oh no, never. Mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, um, really interesting stuff. And, and the kids and, and the teacher that was doing it said, you know, my kids just look forward to this so much. Sure. Because it's, it's one of those special things, like Computer Lab was. And not that I'm saying we should trivialize the use of technology, but we should help them integrate it into their everyday lives. You know, so I, I wonder if that would get us to the point where it was they didn't want to stay on it so much. I know that sounds interesting, but, you know, when you get to a point where you do something a lot. Oh, yeah. You go, I'm tired of doing this. I have to do this, so I do it when I have to do it. But then the rest of the time, I'm going to go outside and play on the swings, or I'm going right. to do art, or I'm going to do language, well, or play an instrument, or you know, there's so many other things. You know, I'm going to today's Lego day. We're building. Or, right. You know, today, you know, we're actually doing worksheets with crayons, and you know, we're doing worksheets, and we only do that, you know, once or twice a week for 45 minutes here, or something like that. Yeah. Where we're flipping, you know this concept of the classroom again well well the 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 general um or not general but there's there's a kind of a saying that that goes around every now and then you see it come up and it's you know the best way to kill a student's interest and excitement about something is to make it required for a grade I mean, we and and, and that is so true, right? So, you know, how I kids feel about taxes. Kids, well, yeah, oh, yeah. I completely so, understand. But I mean, you know, students, students, uh, you know, used to, generally speaking, students used to love to read, right? right? And then all of a sudden, we come up with programs that require them to read for a grade or four points or whatever. And now that it's required, or they have to do it to achieve this certain point level in order to do whatever comes next, then yeah, eh, I don't really feel like I don't like reading anymore because now. I have to do it. You know, yeah. before I enjoyed it. You know, and and in a weird sort of way, um, I could see where that same thing could happen with technology, right? If it's so ingrained, so part of life, whether in the school, you know, in the classroom, out of the classroom, the students go, yeah, okay, I do this all the time. I don't, eh. Oh wait, we're gonna flip the tables and paint. You know, and I can and I can paint on my quote-unquote clear canvas so i can actually still see the rest of the class i'm not even hidden behind a canvas yeah i think that's very cool now really cool I, I do think that you hit on a very good point in that you know it's, it seems kind of funny that we're we're kind of flipping back again you know we we flipped away from that and now we're flipping back towards it i don't know to me it's it's a lot like um 
brushing your teeth. You know, every few years they tell you you should go in circles. And then they're like, no, 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 you should go back and forth. Oh, no, 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 you should go back in circles again. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. We, it, it was good for a while, but now you've got straight line indentations. Right, yes, so exactly. Circle so, so we're going to change this. No, really no reason other than we're just going to make you do something different. Well, now. you know, it was just when we were talking about it, it was making me think, you know, and and, and I, I don't know if it's a great topic for the show today. You're stuck with us either way you look at it. That's I guess, right. Huh? So, you know, but, you know, it was it was something on my brain and, and I would love to know how teachers are, are structuring their class depending on the way they get to use the technology in their class yeah. and, you know, what they in, in the way they use analog teaching. I don't I don't know what else to call it. You know, you know, traditional, traditional. Yeah. So I, you I know, don't know. That's a really interesting. It, what's great is so we're painting on the cellophane wrapped, you know, canvases. We're still going to take pictures of it. We can still oh, sure, video sure. it. We can still do a blog or a vlog or a podcast on it. Right, absolutely. And talk about it and, mm-hmm. you know, use uh, Buncee to make some really great presentations with it. Or, 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 you know, that's really interesting. But that idea of getting our hands dirty again and maybe flipping it to where, you know, that's what they look forward to and they don't realize that they're learning at the same time. Oh, sure. You know, like we're doing worksheets today. We don't ever get to use crayons. Right. And we're doing worksheets and I'm, you know, outlining, I'm drawing my letters and my numbers and, you know, things like that. And it makes them excited again. You yeah. Know, I mean, the, I, and I, and I wonder if books will ever get to that point where when you bring a book in the class, it's like, oh, what's that? This is, we, we call this a book. <laughs> well, we're going to turn the pages. I mean, think about it. Oh, you know? well, and, and if, if, I think if, if ebooks had gone where a lot of people thought ebooks were going to go and take over everything, I, I think that's exactly where it would have been. You know, we, we would have, whatever, teachers, parents, whoever would have come in with this, what is this thing that you have to open? You know, it's kind of like that video. Have you ever seen the video of the guy who, uh, he opens, he, you know, he uses a book for the first time and, it, and it's, and it's showing like, you know, you got to flip the page here and you know, how do I make it go? You know, he's like, yeah. no, you have to manually, you know, turn the page, you know? So I think it could but, Yep, you know it's interesting that I don't know. I, it, that's that gets into the 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 much larger argument of will physically printed media hmm. actually ever go away? Well, that's a whole other seven so shows. In it is. <laughs> so that's that's not happening here today. But <laughs> no, it was just you know it was on our brain. We thought we'd talk about yeah, it in a minute, and it just sounded like a good show to us. We'd love to know what you think about it. So reach out to us on Twitter. Just send us a direct message. That's at EduTechGuys, or just drop us an email at contact at EduTechGuys.com. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick announcement from about the Conrad Challenge. Yeah. And then we're going to drop into an East Initiative update, and we'll be back after those. EduTech Guys is proud to be a media partner for the Conrad Challenge, which promotes collaborative, student-centered, real-world, relevant learning that fosters innovation and entrepreneurship, unleashing students' potential to create future-defining solutions and a sustainable society for generations to come. The Conrad Challenge focuses on six challenge categories for the 2018-2019 Conrad Challenge, and those are aerospace and aviation, cyber technology and security, energy and environment, health and nutrition. There's a special category, smoke-free world, sponsored by the Foundation for a Smoke-Free World, and another special category, transforming education through technology, sponsored by Smart Technologies. The Conrad Challenge is inspired by the rich legacy of Apollo 12 astronaut Pete Conrad. 
For more information, visit the Conrad Challenge at conradchallenge.org. You can also follow them on Twitter at Conrad Challenge. Registration is open for teams. Deadline is October 19th, 2018. The finals will take place April 24th through the 27th, 2019 at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. ConradChallenge.org and Edutech Guys. Collaborate. Educate. Innovate. Hi there, I'm Jerry Prince with this week's EAST Update. Several of our EAST programs have greenhouses or farm-type environments. North Little Rock Middle School has a farm that is overseen by EAST facilitator K.J. Kite. She opens our conversation today by looking at the experiences which give opportunity for growing together along with her students. I think though once you experience any kind of growth with a kid, and you let that kid know that you're human. I think that is the one of the biggest things that my kids, I mean, yeah, they think I'm superhuman, but, but it's an experience that you've had with them that you cannot duplicate. And uh, you can't help but show your true emotions. J.A. Fair of the Little Rock School District has started a produce farm, utilizing open land around the school which gives students not in a rural environment opportunities to learn in ways not otherwise available to them. And as J.A. Fair East student Jillian expresses, an opportunity to also make a difference. In our lives we're told, yeah, you can make, you can make a difference, but this is an opportunity that we can physically go out, put down our phones, and do something for someone other than myself. Because, I mean, it's... We're not playing in dirt. We're not raising a plant. We're raising our awareness of ourselves that we can be more than just self-providers. We can provide for people, the community that in a way provided for us. J.A. Fair East facilitator Dennis Troutman talks about the impact of their playing in the dirt. One of the outcomes that is visible is attendance is about 18% higher than any other teacher in the school. And the, I'm not talking about the good kids. These aren't, some of them are AP, but these kids are regular kids with issues and challenges. You know, probably 15% of our kids are foster kids. You know, the, we have some very challenged kids at Fair, but they are great and loving. Once they trust you, they love you. And then the parents, once they, the parents can trust you, it's even better. Special thanks this week to facilitators K.J. Kite from North Little Rock Middle School and Dennis Troutman from J.A. Fair of Little Rock and also J.A. Fair student Jillian for sharing their experiences that result from working in an experienced-based environment. Our composer this week, another one from the archives, Trinity, from when she was at Martin Luther King Elementary in Little Rock with The Matrix. If you'd like to know more about the EAST Initiative, visit eastinitiative.org or search for EAST Initiative on social media. With the EAST Update, I'm Jerry Prince. Hey, thank you so much to Jerry and the folks over at East Initiative Update for providing us an update talking about the greenhouses that some Arkansas schools have. Very cool. Yeah, that's really cool. And the East is always on the cutting edge when it comes to STEAM, STEM, and you know, hands-on and Getting all that taken care of. I guess in a way that's like a double meaning for STEM because it's in a greenhouse. Cricket. 
<laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. I'm just picking on you. Tip the waitress. Try to veal. <laughs> hey, listen, I want to thank David for also reading through the Conrad Challenge. <laughs> no, uh, the Conrad Challenge is coming up, and uh, we're excited to be a media partner with them and looking forward to all the excitement that's coming in the spring with them. Yeah, exactly. And hey, before the spring, we've actually got a couple of things that we've got going on here this fall and winter. Couple. We're going to be, yeah, we're going to be uh, at uh, TCC down in Houston uh, that is uh, really just in a couple of weeks here. Uh, yeah, and the Thursday before we're at the ARCOT in uh, the Arkansas um, mm-hmm. uh, Conference on Technology yeah. in Little Rock. So yeah. we're on the road there. And what's coming up in November? And then at the end of November, we've got the AESA Conference, and that is in Colorado Springs. So we'll be in your neck of the woods up there. Nothing like being in Colorado Springs at the end of November, early December. Holy smokes. <laughs> better get my galoshes out. Yes, yes, you better. And your parka. My parka and my galoshes. Park the car in the barn. Get my parka, my, my parka and my galoshes out. Cool. Hey, listen, uh, <laughs> I've got him laughing now. Uh, so what a better way to end the show. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. I'm David Henderson. We'll catch you next time. You've been listening to EduTech Guys Radio, radio.edutechguys.com. The opinions expressed on the site and this program are those of participants are not intended to and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of any specific educational entity, sponsor, company, state, or government agency. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But do they actually do all those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out My Flex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com forward slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com forward slash BE. Do you want to save time on prep work? Increase achievement for all student populations? Reliably meet tier one standards? You, you can, can do, do it, it all. all. But, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.